This is Tiff from Reach a Potential with Tiff and welcome to today's episode. You know, I found it very compelling to share this today um, after watching the Leaving Neverland, the two-part documentary over the weekend and I really feel that I need to say something about this because... You know, we're all in a conundrum like, did this really happen? Did it not? We don't know. And I'm going to share with you some things what I see. Whether I'm right or not, I don't know. But I need to share them. I feel very compelled, like I said just before, I feel very compelled to share what how I'm feeling about this because... I just found it incredibly difficult to watch. I watched the whole thing and um, and I, I found it incredibly um, confronting and I don't know, you know, I don't know. We know that Michael Jackson is no longer here to defend himself. We know that the documentary is Jimmy's and Wade's, uh, Jimmy Safechuck and, and Wade Robson's uh, word against Michael's, right? They were kids. He was an adult. We know that, right? But I don't know what to believe and I only see what I see. Whether, like I said, whether I'm right or not, I don't know. But for these people that have been through something similar and they've had, you know, a form of abuse towards them, them, they will be able to relate and they will be able to understand because they can see patterns. And I'm not sure if you saw the interview that Oprah Winfrey also gave with Jimmy and, and Wade. Now, she's 100% behind them because... She's been there too. She's gone through the abuse as well. So she can understand that. She can relate to that. And people that have been there and done that, they see patterns. Right? So let's have a look at what what patterns have we seen. We know that Michael Jackson over the years had numerous boys whom he hung around. And yet there was girls that hung around and were invited to Neverland. But what was really interesting, if you really looked at it, he would give his sole focus to one person, right? And it would be one boy and it would be for a period of time. Now, majority of this is, and again, this is what I've seen. So majority of the time it would be boys under the age of about 14 years years of age, right? So now we can argue that he never had a childhood, and he's a big boy on the inside, right? He's a boy on the inside. He's a man on the outside. He was a boy on the inside. We know that he's no longer with us, though. I, I am aware of that. But, and that's what I've been saying for the last 20 years or more about Michael is saying he never had a childhood. Poor Michael. You know, he's beaten up by his dad. Poor Michael. Right? But what was the obsession that he had over each boy, right? What was the obsession that they had to become his number one friend, like his confidant or or something? And they would be with him for a period of time and then he would move on, right? Why? That's something we don't know, 
But this is what I do know. I see the patterns of how he operated, right? That became very clear. He focused on one child at a time, one boy, right? That was his sole focus was bringing them into his world, right? He built a relationship with the family and he would do anything and everything for that family, right? He would build the trust. He would take them into his inner circle. He would make them feel like they're the only one that exists, right? He'd make them feel like they were the the special one. And then because of this position, you know, that he held in society, like this position of virtually untouchable, he could do what he wanted. What he did, we don't know, right? We only know of what these now men are saying who were, who were young boys who spent time with him. He, you know, in, in defence of, of other celebrity artists that were young at the time that would hang, hang out with Michael, they defended him. Most likely nothing happened because of their status, Right? But have a look at other celebrities over the years. What about Elvis Presley, right? Now, I'm a big fan of Elvis. He had Priscilla, didn't he? Priscilla, at the age of 14, moved into his home with him in Graceland, right? Elvis could do whatever he wanted. We know he died of a drug overdose. Michael Jackson died from, you know, an addiction to drugs, right? Prescription drugs. So did Elvis, What do those two guys have in common? They were untouchable, right? They could do what they wanted and they could get away with it. Tiger Woods, I'm another big fan of Tiger Woods as well, right? Remember years ago with Tiger, I think it was probably about 10 years ago, um, and his infidelities came about and the things that he was up to. And apparently all the guys on tour knew what he was up to, but his wife didn't, right? And Tiger even admitted in a press conference later on that he felt that he was untouchable and he could get away with whatever he wanted, right? Patterns of behaviour. So watching Leaving Neverland, for me, brought up some really interesting things and and I was looking back at my previous relationship. Now, I was a woman, right? I was a woman at this time. I wasn't a child. I was a woman. And I look back at my ex. He was incredibly controlling, right? He acted as he was a spoilt brat. And, and we allowed that behavior. <clears throat> Anyone around him would allow that behavior. We'd allow him to get away with it and act like a spoilt brat. He was older than me. And in the beginning, he was really charming, right? He said all the right things. I was vulnerable. I was feeling like I'd never be loved by anyone. And he romanced me. He did everything. He said all the right things, did all the right stuff, right? Made me feel safe, made me feel loved. And when I was watching Leaving Neverland, that's what triggers that's what triggered me i'm i'm sure i'm not really sure who said it but i heard through that leaving neverland it could have been one of the mums it could have been uh, one of the the boy like the you know wade or or jimmy 
And they said about Michael Jackson makes you feel safe. And that's what triggered me. I remember my ex saying to me, do you feel safe with me? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. Because he was talking about how he'd always wanted to meet someone like me. He always wanted to have, you know, a, a woman in his life like me, really sporty, you know, really good at sport, love sport, love playing sport, talked about how we're going to get married, you know, all of that kind of thing, right? Sounded wonderful to me. But then over time, everything started to change. He kept telling me how weak I was. He kept telling me I was a psycho, right? He told me I'd never amount to anything. And if I didn't do what he wanted to do, what he expected from me, he wouldn't talk to me. And that would go on for days on end. And even if I didn't return his text messages or phone calls within 10 minutes, he'd be on the phone abusing me, leaving messages and leaving abusive text messages and so on. Now, this was 15, over 15 years ago this was going on, right? And at the time, like I said, I was incredibly vulnerable, right? So that's how he got me in. He affected my confidence and wore me down. He wore down my confidence. I was completely dependent on him. And whatever I did, whatever I did was never good enough, no matter how hard I tried. And we'd be having screaming matches almost every day at each other because I wouldn't be doing what he expected of me and so on. And then I'd be trying to defend myself in the hope, in the hope that he would approve of me. And he would only speak to me when he wanted me to do something, right, that he wanted from him, for him. So I look back, you know, over that 15 years ago and I go, how the hell did I put up with all that crap? Right? And, and I looked at the patterns. I look back to the patterns and he was like that and operated like that with everyone. Right, previous relationships he had and so on, that was what he did. And I just go, oh, you know, over this last weekend just gone, I've been really, uh, like, upset within, not only from what I hear on Leaving Netherland, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but We've heard the story, right? We've heard these guys' story from their side. But at the time, when I look back with what I put up with, I was like, I was vulnerable, right? I was hoping to fall in love. He was sporty, said all the right things, right? He wore me down. And if you look at it, it's what he did and what I went through with him over that three-year period was... I went through emotional abuse from him, right? Mental, psychological abuse. He just wore me down. And my husband says, I've got the most beautiful man in my life, but and I was swore that I'd never get involved with another man ever again after that relationship. But I have, I, I do, I have the most beautiful husband in my life. And and he said to me, and and he will say it every so often now, he said, when I met you, you were mentally injured. And it actually took me about five years to recover from, from what, I, what 
I went through with this with this guy. Right? I did seek out help. Right? I went to a psychologist. I got help. Because I remember the first thing I remember the psychologist said to me was, Tiff, I see women put up with what you're putting up with for decades. She said, it just depends whether you want to leave now or you want to leave it and then continue on and live this life that you're living. And then I cried for the rest of the session. I think I used her, all of her box of tissues. But I share, I share what I share today is not to defend Michael Jackson. It's not to defend Wade Robson. It's not to defend Jimmy Safechuck, right? I don't know what happened behind closed doors. None of us do. Only those people behind the closed doors do know what happened. But right now, all I see are the patterns. So hear me now. If you are approached by someone, and no matter how old you are, this can happen at any age, right? It's not just the kids. It can happen at any age. Don't get swept up in the moment. Just be aware, right? Find out who that person really is and what, how they operate. And if they want you to do things that does not feel right for you, right? for one, don't do them. But the other thing, go and talk to someone about it. Don't leave it because you don't know what you're going to be put through. Go and get advice. Right? Go and talk to a counsellor or a psychologist or something. Right? Get it out in the open now. Take it on the head right now. Don't leave it. Don't be worn down by one person because that happened to me I will never ever ever let that ever happen again right much more aware I'm not vulnerable I'm comfortable in my own skin but it took me years to for that to happen a lot of personal development work right a lot of reading personal development books a lot of going to courses really working on me yes I had counseling I'm not afraid to admit that right and I'm constantly working on myself every day even now that's why I share the information that I share because I always feel that I'm a work in progress too but the other thing is I will never, ever, ever let my nieces go through what I, what I went through, let alone what these boys allegedly went through, ever. So if you're in a situation right now and you don't know what to do, go and get help. Go and talk to someone. Because like I said, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Only you do. Right? Wade Robson only knows what went on behind closed doors. Jimmy Safetruck only knew what went on behind closed doors. Michael Jackson only knew when I, what I knew what went on behind closed doors. Get help if you need it. Because it's not right. If you're feeling not right about something, get the help that you need. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Like I said early on in this episode, as I've felt very compelled to share this with you, it's been playing on my mind for the last few days and I just want to get it out there and um, share with what came up for me when I was when I was watching that and listening to that. Like I said, I don't know if they're 
if they're telling the truth. Right? We don't know. But what we do know is we've seen patterns. And if you see patterns coming up for you with, with someone that's in your life that's doing certain things, go and talk to someone about it, okay? That's all I want to say to you. Go and talk to someone about it. So I hope you got value out of today's episode. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from hearing from this episode, please share it. We want to build this this message as big as we possibly can. And I want you to dream big. Believe in you, right? Believe in you so deep and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye.